that's the uh, results there. But obviously, as we would expect from something like an Arc Revo World Tour, there was announcements. In particular, we've got, uh, they sent out a teaser. I didn't see the teaser, and I guess the teaser really kind of gave away who the character was. I'm glad I never saw it, because then I got to be excited by this, although I was kind of surprised by it. But also the fact that they have named this character Bedman. <laughs> and I, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to go on commentary without saying Bedman. And that's all because of Ron Burgundy. Because <laughs> of Anchorman. Because of the scene where he goes, Good night, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Damn it, who put that question mark there? And so, like, <laughs> that was always an inside joke with me and my friends. Anytime someone ever said anything with that high pitch at the end, we would all go, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> And so, like, now that Bedman has that question mark there, that's how I'm going to say his name every time, you know? It's like, oh my gosh, and now Bedman has him in the corner, but Bedman has really good guts, you know? Like, it'll get old real fast, so I'll probably stop, but I might have to do that the first few times. But let's watch this uh, Bedman trailer here, shall we? Uh, and find out, and again, I need to analyze this because I... I have no idea what the hell is happening with this. Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 like I've wa I saw the trailer obviously live, but I had no idea what was going on. So let's take a look at what was going on, and see if I can see more of it. Meaning. Brother left me a meaning? Anybody who's fought GC Yoshi just got nightmares. Where's the room I had? You can't stop it. So move. Would you mind leaving me alone? Something is wrong. I've never seen it act like this before. Little program shouldn't run haywire like that. Dad, run away! Don't break it! Don't leave me alone. Fine, only today. It's dangerous. Brother, I, I never wanted that. This is just an ordinary dream. Wow. Dude, my expression, if you guys have just been watching my expression, I'm just like, because I, I'm, oh yeah, that's nice, thank you for always adding new stages, thank you for adding stages all the time, right Fanta, and that's what I want to talk about, we'll get into this when we come back around here. My feeling is that Delilah does nothing. So Delilah is the, is the name of Bedman's sister. This is who Bedman sacrificed himself to bring back into the world here, according to that tweet that I retweeted. And so now she's back. She was in the side story that was added to Guilty Gear Strive. My uh, assumption is that she is basically, yes, Anita. 
from like uh, for Dar- for Donovan in Darkstalkers, or the little boy that Huitzel is protecting in in the later Darkstalkers games, uh, the the vampire savior, uh, vampire hunter too, I should say. So I don't think Delilah actually does anything. The bed is the character, and that's why the character is named Bedman. Instead of Delilah, because I don't think she's actually doing anything. I think she's just there in the background running back and forth like Buletta's dog, etc., etc., etc. So, <laughs> yeah, I already analyzed that. And you've checked that out on YouTube. Once it's If you're watching this on YouTube, it's up on YouTube. Anyways, here we go. Yeah, it looks like a puppet character, but it clearly isn't. But, uh, I mean, I, I don't know what it is. I really... I, she just looks like a little girl version of Bedman, but for some reason I really like the character design of her. I like the big droopy eyes. It reminds me very much of like a Nightmare Before Christmas, Tim Burton, Coraline-ish character, right? Like she has that vibe to it. Uh, she has that vibe, like the really the, the heavy bags under the eyes and stuff like that. I really like that kind of look, even though she's not actually fighting. I think she's just she looks really cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe the Wednesday. Ad- I mean, she she was done way before Wednesday Adams, uh, but yeah, um, definitely. Like, I wouldn't necessarily call it goth though. I don't think it's. I mean, I guess you. Yeah, I guess Tim Burton is pretty dang goth, so maybe it is goth, but. Yeah, this is Guilty Gear Strive. This is Guilty Gear Strive. But again, I, I, I like the character design of... I like the, the way Delilah looks. But as you can see, boom! I mean, dude, does it just... Yeah, it just appears. Like, it doesn't drop into the screen. Like, like it's just there and yet still crumples the ground. Well, okay, fine. The the comic Wednesday, yes, for sure. But I don't think that she's based off of that. Wednesday's obviously super popular right now. But that I'm just... Anyways, let's keep going. Suburbia goth, which is really just emo. Thank you, Necromancy Black, in the education in goth right there. But yeah, like, blam! Like, this, like, clearly it's dropping because it's got, like, the little squish lines there. But boom, one frame and it's down. And here we go. And it is not in good shape right now. Hi, Nathan. <laughs> uh, it is not in good shape right now. Now, for those of you who don't know anything about, who, who in the chat knows nothing about Bedman over here? The original Bedman. The original Bedman was one of the most awkward characters. Didn't have traditional air movement. You could jump and then like stop in the air and go in all eight directions. But the crazy thing about what Bedman would do is because he was a manipulator of time, what he would do is he would actually throw out a special move. So like he had this special move where he the bed would he would come forward and go attack, attack, attack. Or he would have a move where he he would flip up into the air and slam onto the ground where he would throw a fireball. Wherever he did the special move, he would leave a a, a transparent sigil behind. And the transparent sigil can then be activated to reproduce that move from that spot that you did it. So in other words, if I 
did the DP move and slam down over here. It left the sigil behind, and then I could pressure you, activate the sigil. The sigil would create a phantom time, like time rendered bedman to come and repeat the move, and then the original bedman could actually continue to fight you. Now, the sigils that were on the screen, you could hit them to take them away. That was kind of the strategy of fighting against Bedman. But if you were not paying attention carefully, because it'd be kind of hard to see them, uh, he was, he would able to, like, like I said, he could throw a fireball and then he could activate the, 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 the memory, the time relapse fireball and chase after it and use it like a sonic boom and stuff like that. It was, it was, it was nasty. Nathan, don't do it. Nathan is trying to knock Jasmine off of the top of the cat tree. Nathan, Nathan, Nate. Okay, Nathan. Okay, good, Nathan. He knows I'm watching. Nathan knows I'm watching. Anyways, uh, it was crazy. Bedman was nuts. He had like some of the best guts in the game. His forward dash was just an automatic parry that would teleport him behind you. Uh, it was crazy. He was crazy. Strive is trying not to be as crazy. So watching this stream over here, it's very clear that Bedman, Bedman <laughs> is a lot more straightforward at this point. Uh, I really, really think that uh, Bedman is very, very different. So BXR9000, yeah, so Bedman uh, was the original pilot of this. He sacrificed his own life to free his sister from time paradox, whatever. I don't know. She's freed here. She obviously has a lot of power built up inside her as well, but Bedman was so powerful and his mind was so strong that his living will is left behind in the bed that he fought in. And so now the bed has a mind of its own, kind of it's Bedman, but he's protecting Delilah. And that's the way it is. So, <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> it's Guilty Gear. Just accept it. Exactly, says PC Genjin. It's just the way it works. Hi, Nathan. Hi. Fighting heedless of its own destruction. So again, this thing is like falling apart. And so it's probably dying but it doesn't matter because Bedman just wants to protect his sister at this point. So like that move right there, you know, Bedman used to attack with those. He had the little lunging double attack with the spiked wheels at the end of it. But you see Delilah is basically doing nothing, right? She's just hiding down there. So she's not actually doing anything. You're never attacking Delilah. Delilah's never attacking you. She's just there. She's just there. Is it a lie? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I can't tell you, Gundam Jehudi Kai. So here we go. So yeah, so she obviously jumps with it. As you can see, he carries her when, she ju when he jumps. Boing, like that. So now she's just sitting there chilling in, in, in Bedman's hand. <laughs> and look at when he attacks, he even pulls her behind him. To keep her protected, which is actually really, really, really cool. No, it is possessed by her. Well, it's not possessed. It's just that he's so powerful that his mind has bonded with it. 
And so she's still there in the and look, Bedman has a traditional air dash now. No more of this weird eight-way air dash unless we see anything different. But this is about as traditional of an air dash as you can get. Uh, and there's the slam move here. Wow, when he goes into the slam, she just sleeps on the bed. Yo, that's so cool. God, that's so neat. Look at that. She crawls into the bed. And now she's just sleeping on the bed. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, Satsue no Tanden, it's a bed. It's a mechanical bed. It's a bed with crazy spikes and arms and stuff. Why is this so hard to understand? <laughs> the lore apparently is that Bedman is so powerful that he had to be kept in a dream state because if he ever truly woke up, he would basically explode and kill everything from the true power of his woken mind. <laughs> so all of the interactions with Bedman were like from his dreams and sleeps and, and stuff like that. But bam. And she doesn't care. Oh, look at that. She's just sleeping. Whatever. It's fine. And then here we go. Jumps up. Dodges the attack over here. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. There's the eight-way dash. There's the eight-way dash. So he has a traditional dash and has this. So if I'm not mistaken, the way that he did it before was that whenever you double jumped, that's what it was. He had an air dash. My bad. He's always had an air dash. He's always had an air dash. But if you double jumped, he would freeze in the air and then you could hit any of the eight directions and move in that direction. He did not have a traditional double jump. I, I forgot. It wasn't the air dash. It was the double jump that he did not have a traditional version of. So then, yeah, you jump up in the air, and if you tap up, uh, the bed freezes, and then you can go in any of the eight directions. So that's what we're seeing over here. So you see the jump, tap up. That's why you see that little float, and then the eight-way dash, and goes in for the throw. And again, Delilah doesn't want to look at what's happening. Oh, he asked the throw, actually... Puts you onto the bed? Yeah, like, it actually puts you onto the bed, holds your arms down, and stabs you in the... Well, stabs Leo in the crotch, okay? <laughs> it oh, oh, Leo. Oh, God, Leo, no. No, Leo. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. Okay. Anyways, uh, here we go. So there's the intro. Oh, do you see that? Oh, dude. That's such a sick, in that's a sick intro, dude. Bedman's literally like, no. Stay back. I'll handle this. That is cool. That is a cool animation right there. No. Stay back. I will take care of this. That's neat. Okay, shooting missiles. Shooting missiles over here. <laughs> yeah, almost every character has air dashes and uh, double jumps. It's not like Potemkin. He doesn't have any dashes because they hate Potemkin. Anyways, uh, shooting missiles. 
And again, you can see, oh, I mean, he's got missiles on the ground now. So before his projectile was an orb that he threw out that went forward and then backwards. It hit on the way out and hit on the way back in. And what that was the terrifying thing is like, let's say you were doing a fireball war from the sky. And let's say Kai shot a fireball from the sky and he shot a fireball from the ground. You would block the fireball. He could forward dash into the fireball, which would trigger his parry, which would teleport him behind you. So now the orb coming back isn't actually hitting from the front side anymore. The orb coming back is actually hitting the other way because you got to block against Bedman. Like he had all these like crazy things that he could do to really, really mess around with you. And get and don't get me wrong. Like Bedman wasn't a great character. GC Yoshi was just amazing with this character. He stuck with Bedman forever. Bedman was stronger at first and got nerfed. And then uh, GC Yoshi was able to continue to pilot that character to extremely effective degrees. So again, more credit to GC Yoshi and what he was able to do to win tournaments constantly. Uh, because again, I know Bedman got nerfed a lot during the course of the time that he existed. Oh dang, he's got multiple angles. Oh boy. So he's got, so, so you see the straight angle and then the up angle. Oh boy. But he doesn't have any time replay stuff. So it's very clear that he's lost his time powers at this point in time. So now he's attacking and Delilah is nowhere to be found. Oh. There's Delilah. <laughs> There's Delilah. Bedman! <laughs> There's Delilah. She's off screen right now. For those of you who are listening to this on Spotify, you have no idea what just happened. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But uh, go find the YouTube link in the Spotify description and you should be able to. Anyways, let's keep going. Attacking over here. Oh, there's launching the orbs. Launching the orbs. Again, she's just basically uh, Anita or uh, or Buletta's dog, basically. She doesn't actually do anything. But yeah, look at that. So he can launch orbs off the side and they explode. He seems like he's going to be kind of zonery with a lot of projectiles here, which is really interesting. I'm getting very dizzy vibes out of Bedman right now, which is really interesting. This just makes me think of... Uh, Voldo, and now I'm very, very terrified. Giant spiky thing rolling at you, and I'm just not here for it. Uh, I mean, Guilty Gear is a very, very interesting game, Satsui no Tandon, but that's why it's so cool. And so there you go. That's like a dashing attack. And so, yeah, he used to have that move where he would just come forward and drill. And that was something that he could replay as well. That was one of his replayable moves so that you could actually extend stuff. Uh, what are you seeing, Necromancy Black? Oh, yeah. Different projectile on this screen over here. <laughs> their hurt box. Yeah. The bed. Hit the bed. Hit the bed. The bed is the character. The, he the, the bed is the character. Delilah is nothing. Delilah is not to be hit. Oh, God. 
See, I look like the eyes. The the fact that they do that eye thing where she just has the dot for the iris looks really, really cool. Like, I like that look, but then she gets happy and she gets the real anime eyes and all of a sudden it's just like, she's happy. So this is the wind pose and like, gosh, now how do you, like, Bedman was like such an evil dude. Like, hating Bedman and hating fighting Bedman went hand in hand because Bedman was evil and he was like ridiculously powerful and all this stuff. But now all he's doing is just protecting his little sister how do you hate, like, is this the, is this the face turn for Bedman? Is this the face turn for Bedman? <laughs> yeah, so she's just, so, so there you see him d- jump cancel the attack, ding, 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 jump cancel into the eight-way dash. Oh, no, 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 I'm not saying Delilah is not important, not important to the character. I'm saying that gameplay, she doesn't actually do anything. Uh, he's not actually doing this. So there's the eight-way dash pressure right there, attacking here. Oh, is that an overhead? That's too fast to be an overhead. Maybe, I don't know. Happy Chaos just got hit. And then, yeah, there's a different kind of, what does he do here? He fires, oh, he just swings the arm around and hits you and blows you up. There's that eight-way dash to avoid. Attacking here goes into the super. I don't even want to know what that is. It's just a giant energy ball that launched him through the screen. It's funny that they make Delilah crouch. I think they make Delilah crouch to actually put her out of the way so you can see a little bit because these first few frames, where is Soul? Dude, where is Soul? It looks like Bedman is fighting Delilah here, dude. No, Soul didn't do anything to her. Soul did nothing to her. See, he's swinging the other direction over there. She just crouches whenever they attack, and she's in, quote, in the way. Oh, what is that? That looked like some crazy laser he was about to shoot. Look at this. Yeah, like I said, I'm getting weird dizzy vibes from Bedman. So I'm really interesting, interesting here. Air prone guardian machine. 042, 042, you say. Right, so there's those, right, so those are the projectiles I talked about, and then here, I mentioned this other projectile, yeah, I mentioned the bomb that he throws off of there, so yeah, he definitely has uh, two different looking projectiles there, and then again, the new stage that's coming up over here, again, shout outs to them for continuing giving us uh, new stages, that's really cool, all available April 6th, it sounds like they wanted Bedman? to be available probably the Monday after Arc World Tour. Uh, they probably did not have that ability to do that. But again, this seems like another character who has changed fairly significantly from the previous game, previous existence, with enough similarities that they're not like just a completely a complete character that just has no derivation from the original whatso- whatsoever. Hmm. Yeah, so they so PC Genjin says they have they said he has moves that activate automatically 
in a four gamer article and listed him as two stars ease of use. Interesting. Okay, okay. But here you go, April 6th, and then May, because I think he was supposed to be out this month in uh, March, we won't have to wait as long for the next character. So it'll be April and then May uh, for the next character. And no, the next character is not May. May is already in the game, so May is not coming out at, in May. Maybe it's another pirate from the Johnny ship. I don't know, but... Uh, I don't think it's going to be Slayer here. I don't think it's going to be Slayer. The teaser here at the end. Oh, did they not have the teaser on this video? They don't show the teaser on this clip. They don't show the teaser on this clip. Interesting. This one just ends. Uh, do they have the teaser on the Japanese version? No, it's the same length. Huh. Anyways... Uh, the teaser, if you've watched the story, you see the book, the book is the backyard. It's, it's all like, it's the, it's the Deus Ex Machina of the game, right? It's like, everybody's after the book and you see the hand out there. So it looks like it's that man. That's, that's, was my guess. My problem was when I was at the, at the event, I wanted to say it looked like that man, but I couldn't remember his name. I was like, it looks like the, the dude. No, it looks like that. I couldn't remember, but it definitely looks like that man. Uh, it definitely looks like that man, uh, who is basically, uh, kind of like the original. He's the guy who created everything, who started all of this stuff. He was the guy that Frederick, a.k.a. Soul Bad Guy, actually worked for a long time ago. He's the creator of the gear. He's the one that turned uh, Frederick and Jacko into gears, etc., etc., blah, 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 blah. So I think that's who it's going to be. But it's going to be really interesting because nowhere in the story did he actually fight. So I'm just curious how they're going to, like, when they put Happy Chaos, it made sense. I just don't know what they're going to do with him. Is, like, that man really just going to sit there and be kind of, like, nine and just be, like, magic, 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 and will stand there with, like, the book and just be, like, ha you know, and just attack you like this all the time? Maybe, but the teaser clearly seems to be pointing towards that man. So, um... Oh, there you... Oh, no, it got deleted? Yo! <laughs> so, Arxis apparently said, if you didn't watch the Arc Revo stream, you don't get to see anything. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but Be Gold Lewis didn't fight, but you can definitely look at Gold Lewis and be like, yeah, he can fight. Like, when you watch the story, like, that man, like... I mean, unless it's like Yoda, where he's like, yes, I have created this stuff. I am a scientist. And now, shing, sword. <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden, he can attack. So, <laughs> I don't know. Asuka, that's right. That was his actual name, Asuka. Uh, Asuka. Okay. But I would imagine he would probably just be attacking from the book or something and just doing, like, weird interdimensional portal character or something like that. But, yeah, very interesting. But that wasn't the only thing revealed at Arc Revo. Uh, obviously, they had a new trailer for Spectre. We've seen this. Uh, we've seen Spectre revealed before, but we had never gotten a chance to see any gameplay for her. Hey, 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 
this is the first time we've seen any gameplay for this character. And interestingly enough, just like Bedman, she has an eight-way dashy kind of thing as well. There you go. So that's the new character that's coming. And look, if they're going to add a new character, try to bring more people to play this game, I mean, giving us a waifu is probably a really, really good idea. A very, 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 very... They did announce another tour. They 100% announced another tour, Real Kimosabe. Kideoka-san was on the stage and literally said, uh, Arc Revo World Tour 2023. And there you go. Because this Arc World Tour was 2022. The one that we just ran, even though it ran in 2023, was 2022. So when Kida Okasan got on stage and said, Arc World Tour 2023, that's this coming year. So they actually uh, announced that uh, for sure. But yeah, if you're going to add a character... What the hell was that? How did... What? This is not the right video. What the heck? There we go. It advanced to the next footage. Dang it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so do all the characters have cool anime sequences? And I just never saw? Because <laughs> I never played any of the story mode or anything like that, right? Do they all have cool anime sequences like this? Or did they just... Or is this from DFO? But yeah, this... Oh, oh this is just from DFO then, right? This is just from DFO probably. Well, Combactu says they all do have this kind of footage. But, like, here they go. Oh, so they do in the story mode. Okay, okay. Well, this says this. the trailer is edited from DFO Spectre Cinematic. There you go. Confirmation, not in DNF Duel. This trailer is edited from DFO Spectre Cinematic, A New Blade. There you go. So this is a cartoon from that. And then they transform... Oh, that's actually a... Now that I know that, that's a pretty sick transition, actually. Like, uh, 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 uh! Bam. And again, shout-outs to Arxis, because if you told me this was the game, who wouldn't believe this? Who wouldn't have believed that this was just her super animation in the game? Like, this is just her super animation in the game. That looks exactly like the game sprite. <laughs> Right? Like, there's no way I would see that and not believe that that's the game sprite. Like, nothing about this tells me that this is hand-drawn animation. Boom. Because she looks exactly the goddamn same, dude. So, yeah, the background doesn't look like the game. I mean, it looks kind of like the super background. That's the thing. The super background always goes into the void with nothing but rocks everywhere, you know? Basically, where Aang and, and, uh, and uh, Fire Lord Zo uh, uh, Fire Lord, uh, God, Ozai fought each other. God, not Ozai. What the hell is his name now? Fire. Anyways, the Fire Lord, Phoenix King fought each other. It was Ozai. Okay. Boom. And there's the eight-way dash thing that she has. And yeah, again, big buttons here, as DNF is known for. Uh, yeah, I mean, they do look a little bit flatter, but I think that's their intention. I think they, they had every intention to make it look as 2D sprite animation as possible. I don't know if this is trailer animation or if this is actual... 
Like, that's probably just uh, trailer edit cuts there. But, dude, why does every samurai person with a katana who fights have to do the sheath the sword and blah, 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 thing? It's so common. But like I said, like I said, if they're going to give us a new character to try to bring people back into DNF Duel, you might as well give us the waifu. <laughs> might as well give us the waifu, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a good way to try to bring people back into the game over here. But, I mean, uh, she basically looks like... like like a biking little sister or something like that, right? <laughs> I mean, the thing is, in DFO, the, 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 the classes could be any, any gender, right? But when you picked it, they had a specific look, right? So there is a female launcher, et cetera, et cetera, or are they just like this and that's it? Is that how it works? I don't know. I've never played Dungeon Fighter, even though I worked for Nexon for a brief period of time. I've never actually played uh, Dungeon Fighter. But there you go. Spectre, the next character being added to the game over here. Then we also had this news over here that seems like that they are adding more to the game now. So they're adding a new system here, a cube selection, which is kind of like picking your ultra, but it actually changes how it works. As you can see, there's a clear cube and a gold cube. Gold cube works like as the old one, you know, basically when you're down to 30% life. Uh, clear cube works when you're at 50% life. So there's going to be a weaker awakening effect here. Uh, for the clear cube, but I don't know how this is going to work. Like, uh, like some characters have the speed up when they go into Awakening. Do they get the speed up on both, or do they only get it on one? Are the two cubes that you pick completely different from each other? You know, like, do they, are they just two extremely different things? And so I'm curious to see how that's going to work out here. Uh, but, you know, obviously, clear cube's Awakening effect is weaker compared to gold, uh, gold cube. Some characters' original awakening effect will be applied to cure cube, clear cube with more powerful way. So basically, some characters, like, this is going to be Inquisitor's clear cube. Because her awakening is pretty much ass right now. Like, Inquisitor's, like, if you compare the awakenings that some, some of the other characters get with what Inquisitor gets, this is going to be Inquisitor's clear, Inquisitor's awakening is going to be the clear cube. She's going to get a new, new gold cube. <laughs> Basically. Oh, so only some of them have uh, different models. I see. Okay. But that's my guess. That's my guess. Uh, why would you never want to choose gold cube? Because you gain access to this one earlier. So having this feature, so maybe having the weaker power up for 50% of your life bar is better than having the stronger one for only 30% of your life bar. This game has a lot of half damage combos. So let's say you lose half of your life. Now you're powered up after one combo, right? If you are good enough, as we saw at, at Arc Revo, some players good enough to leave Hitman just outside of 30%, and then kill them at this point so they never get to activate 
their awakening at all because they let you get to this health and then kill you with one combo, this will actually have a higher chance of actually triggering and giving you a power up during the match. If they do one combo that drains 60% life, you will have the ability to use your awakening. If they drain 60% of your life, you have 40% left and then they kill you, you never have a chance to use awakening. That's basically the reason why you would pick clear cube. Uh, but they also tease that there will be a brand new system. They obviously have not given us any information. They show Grappler. I don't think that's an indication of anything. <laughs> I think they just put a picture here. <laughs> but a new battle system will be added along with a new awakening effect. So I don't know what that means. But awakening gives you special powers. They also give you things like speed boost depending on who you are, etc., etc., what a new awakening effect means, I don't know. Maybe you can activate awakening as a burst or something. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. It'll be really interesting to see what happens. They did hint that the new battle system was going to be defensive, I think. So, uh, hopefully, because, I mean, obviously this game is very brutal offensively. So, it'll be interesting to see how it works. And then they say that DNF Duel has a long-term plan for future balance patches and updates. This is really important. I've seen a lot of people are mad that Spectre's coming in the summer. Because people are like, God damn it, give us a new character now. We have to wait another three months. This is when Street Fighter VI is already going to come out. So, it, like, they feel like it might be too little too late to release this. And I get it. <laughs> Street Fighter VI will be out June 2nd. Street Fighter VI is coming out before summer, right? Because summer starts at towards the sec two, after two-thirds of June. So a lot of people are feeling like this might be too little too late. But again, that's not the point. The point is, if you are a fan of this game, a lot of people felt like they didn't want to keep playing the game because they felt like there wasn't going to be any updates or stuff. But clearly, there is more updates. Stuff is happening over here. And they even revealed that Fall will have a new character. Winter have a new character. So literally, a whole season passed. They are planning to add six new characters to the game. So they are continuing working on this. So if you... And not only that, but that probably means it's going to be in Arc World Tour, right? They, they announced that Arc World Tour 2023 is happening. They haven't really officially announced any of the games in it, I don't think. But this is probably a good indication that they will be there. Yeah, a lot of people couldn't get matches after like the second week because Swiftmaster. Uh, but also because most fighting games, Lurker Spine, are like this. Almost every fighting game li is like this, except for Street Fighter Tekken and Guilty Gear Strive. Now, before that, Exert, yes, was like that. Most fighting games are Discord fighters. Most fighting games are Discord fighters. You don't go on ranked, you don't fight. And it's tough because it turns a lot of these games into self-fulfilling prophecies. Street Fighter and Tekken have been the two most consistent games that you can just jump on and just find matches, and that's it. But honestly... Most fighting games these days are Discord fighters. You find a Discord, you request people, and also the DNF Dual Grind uh, Discord, uh, which is where a lot of the top players used to go and play, they've opened that Discord up to the public now. 
So you can join their DNF Duel Discord as well. I think it's called the DNF Duel Grind. Uh, look that up on Discord. You should be able to find that. It's going to be a lot of matchmaking and stuff in there. A lot of people giving advice as well. So you can use that uh, to help you find matches, etc., etc. So... Oh, DBFZ, you can find Matt. Man, when DBFZ actually gets rollback netcode, dude, it's going to spike, dude. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. But yeah, exactly, Virtue's reward. That's how I feel. I'm glad we're getting new content. Yes. Is it three months later? Is everyone going to be playing Street Fighter Six? Sure. But let's try not to let Street Fighter Six dominate the FGC, right? As much... You know, as it would be great to have Street Fighter VI become the biggest thing for the FGC ever to get us into the bright lights of esports and getting us to these 1 million prize pool, getting us to the 100K viewers consistently on Capcom Pro Tours and stuff like that. It's important that a lot of these other games still maintain support, are still played and still fought, you know, and have the community still fight for them, right? As much as it could could and probably will benefit me if personally, if Street Fighter VI got really big, my hope is that Street Fighter VI does not overshadow everything else and that all the other games still can thrive and still fight, have their audience and stuff. And so, you know, as the DNF scene, I know a lot of people are sad and frustrated that this is coming three months later, but... It's coming. We have content. So continue to fight the good fight uh, and have a good time, uh, to be honest with you. Yeah, a rising tide raises all ships. A lot of people who get into six might not actually end up enjoying six. And they may discover DNF Duel as a result of trying to get into six. And then you get new DNF players, right? Just because all these people are playing Street Fighter Six doesn't necessarily mean that these new players won't branch off into other things. As long as the FGC continues to promote, play all the games. Play whatever fighting game you want because they're all fun, dude. And people will be able to discover a lot of games. So, uh, yeah, like Tetsuya says, I hope Street Fighter is a success for the entire FGC. That's my hope as well. And so, you know, I don't even want, like, I don't want to see the Street Fighter fans being like, who cares about NRS and Guilty Gear? You're not as big as us. Like, I mean, I'm not going to stop people from doing that because it will happen, but hopefully uh, we can be better than that. We'll see. But yeah, exactly. Street Fighter 4 being a success gave us all these fighting games, right? Because Street Fighter 4 was a success outside of Guilty Gear and Tekken, which were chugging along, you know, uh, the success of Street Fighter 4 gave us the ability to convince a lot of developers to keep making a bunch of new fighting games. And now we have all these fighting games, just really, really cool. I mean, you say that, Moneybags, but MK12 never, even though Mortal Kombat sells more copies than any other fighting game, that never translates into the esports scene, even though the games themselves do a good job trying to, you know, talk about it and stuff. So MK, Tekken 8, and Street Fighter 6 have the potential to create a completely new wave of fighting game players. So again, all of them are super important. All of them are vital to the success of the FGC, and I hope all three of them become just the most ridiculous games. And honestly, if NRS can just get better animators for their moves, please. 
Anyways, that's a whole nother story. Anyways, hey, look, Odd Gear, I loved Soul Calibur too. Uh, uh, any case, uh, oh, dude, <laughs> Hornchi, you just got into Vampire Savior. So good. I hope you watched my four hour gushing video, Horn, <laughs> that I have on YouTube. <laughs> That video has gotten so much traction, it makes me happy. It has so many views because people just are enjoying watching me be super hype over Vampire Savior, dude. And it's, it's so great. So. so, in any case, that's what we saw at Arc Review. At Arc Re oh, that video got you into it? Yes! Yes! Oh, see, that's the kind of testimonials that I need right there. <laughs> Because that's what I wanted it to do. That's what I wanted it to do. Uh, Ed is a fighting game fan. The reason why MK11 turned out largely the way it did is because he was a big fan of Tekken. And you can tell the game really has a Tekken vibe to it, right? It was very frame database. It, it had the very similar concepts of high, mid, and low, etc., etc. Uh, that's the cool thing about this is that a lot of it really is less of a competition than you think and that a lot of the fighting game guys out there are just big fans of other fighting games, <laughs> you know? The thing about it is the fighting game market can succeed with multiple fighting games being successful at the same time, which is what's really, really cool about the FGC, in my opinion. You know, I think that that's something that can definitely happen, so... But in any case, that's the Arc Revo World Tour Guilty Gear DNF Duel information that came out from the event. Again, I had a blast at the event. I think the production company did a fantastic job with it. Really awesome production value uh, with all the pre-match stuff, the in-between match stuff. Like in the audience, like Bridget would come out and like spin the yo-yo to be like, make some noise. You know, they did a lot of very, very cool things like that. So it, it was fun. It was fun, but yet the way that they let me, Say Jam, Tasty Steve, and Ringe be who we are um, and, and just be more like the fighting game community, making really dumb jokes and like, you know, when Say Jam and, and I think it was Ringe who came back from eating their burger and they just walked onto the stage, like whatever, you know, like the fact that they let us be who we normally are and we all just got to make dumb jokes and be silly and stuff was really nice. I, I, I really appreciated that part. And that's the part I will fight for, for the FGC, right? Like they didn't force us to wear shirts and ties. They said, come and be casual. We just want things to be, have a fun vibe. And I think that that was really important because that to me is what the FGC is about. I stopped wearing shirts and ties at events because I wanted to stop proliferating that look. I don't want people to wear shirts and ties on FGC commentary. I only wear shirt and tie for Evo Top 8 because it's Evo Top 8, right? But outside of that, I, I prefer to look as casual as possible because I think that's so much, so much better. So, oh yeah, Kita Oka is awesome. Kita Oka, Kita Oka is awesome. Uh, really like that guy. He recognized me from when I, I was hosting Arc Live one time and he was on the show. It was actually really, really cool. Daisuke is very cool as well. They're all very cool. And again, you can tell they just all love fighting games, man. They all just love fighting games, dude. 
Dude, honestly, the like me dressing in that nice dress shirt with the Guilty Gear graphic tee under it, I think has better drip than just showing up on a shirt and tie. Shirt and tie is just, it's so done, right? Like, is that drip? Or is that just, you know, is that society telling us we're supposed to look this way, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Definitely always rocking the 86 merch. Hey, I gotta make my money somehow too, okay? I gotta make my money too. So if you guys wanna support me, tinyurl.com slash 86jchenzor and buy some of those cool Guilty Gear shirts and Street Fighter shirts that I've been wearing at all of these uh, world finals, okay? <laughs> oh, man. Again, I don't even get that much out of it. To be honest with you, I don't make much money from 86 whenever I do get them to sell t-shirts and stuff like that. But I do it because, honestly, they make some of the best shirts. Like, I really believe in the designs that they make. Uh, the cami shirt they have, for example, which I think is sold out now, uh, unless they have a new reprint of it, is still, like, one of my favorite all-time cami shirts because it's a cami shirt that you can wear that's clearly cami, but also, if you know nothing about Street Fighter, it's still a cool-looking shirt, right? <laughs> and the quality is really, really good. It's tinyurl.com. So that's the easy part to remember. Just use tinyurl.com slash 86jchenzor. And that's it. That's it. 86jchenzor. tinyurl.com slash 86jchenzor. I created that to be an easy link to remember. <laughs> The Blanca and the Cami, yeah, exactly. The Cami is, like I said, it's one of my favorite shirts. Clear, just flat out one of my favorite uh, Cami shirts ever made. So, but there you go. Uh, that'll be it for me today. Unless anybody has any other topics that they feel like I missed that are huge things coming out. Even if they are, I've been streaming for almost three hours. I think I am going to call it a night. Um. Oh, yeah, there is that international team battle happening before EVO Japan. Yes, where a lot of the players going, foreign players going to EVO Japan will be playing in an exhibition beforehand uh, for the GGST international team battle. I'll try to talk about that a little bit before we get to EVO Japan. Oh, it's the day after EVO Japan. Got it, got it. It's the salty runback day. And thank you, Peter0611, for putting the URL in the chat. And again, if you guys are willing to help subscribe to the channel, to this one, or twitch.tv slash jchenzo, or why not both? Yay! Uh, honestly, like, I don't promote subbing to my channel all that much. Uh, because I, I feel kind of bad about it sometimes. But I could really, really, really use your help <laughs> right now. I know you guys have heard me. Uh, the Patreon still goes straight to me, yes. Oh, the Ultra Chen TV one does go to me now, yes. But I'm sure you. I've talked about it on the year-end show on the Ultra Chen TV Awards. The horrible sewage flooding situation that I've run into is still going and the city is refusing to pay for any of the costs except for just a tiny chunk of it. I am basically completely depleted right now. Uh, so anything I can get would be appreciated right now. Um, I am... 
stressed out like you can't even imagine. (laughs) To the point where every time I go to an event and people are like, hey James, I haven't seen you in a while, have you been? I can't even, I can't even say like, I'm doing good. Like my answer is always really shitty, but I'm glad to be here. I'm really, really shitty. There's the donation link as well. If you go to my site or I think if you just, uh, uh, there is a donation link uh, that I have as well on my, on, if you go to twitch.tv slash jchenzer, there's a PayPal donation button down there uh, as well. Thank you, GFT, G, GF Trexler for the sub, appreciated. But yeah, I mean, it's it's been a brutal past half a uh, year and I, I've had to hire a lawyer to talk to the city. I'm hoping he can do something out of that. If he can't get anything out of the city, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I I don't know what I'm going to do. I honestly don't know what I'm going to do, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So there's no link to the PayPal over there. Uh, let me see. Bedman. Let's see. Twitter.com. Whoops, not Twitter. Twitch. Twitch.com, twitch.tv slash jchenzor. Click on about, oh, I don't, you're right. I don't have the, (laughs) I don't have the donation link at all. All right, here, let me paste it in the chat for you guys over here. If I can find it over here. Uh, Hi, Nathan. I know you're hungry. I know you're hungry. Uh, try this link here. I don't know if it works. Uh, try this link here. Streamlabs.com slash jchenzor. Uh, that might work, but it's hard because any any donation path leads to leads to people taking small cuts of it. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that Patreon and Streamlabs takes a lot less than subs, obviously. The tricky thing about subs, though, is that when you sub, the higher your sub count goes, the more other people are encouraged to sub as well. It's like this whole weird trick, and thank you, Tetsuya, for the for the bits. Appreciate it very, very much. So, But in any case, like I said, I, I'm not trying to sit here and beg the people over here. But like I said, anything helps. Uh, But until then, thank you guys. And I will um, talk to you guys next time here. Again, so many cool fighting things, fighting game things going on. Evo Japan is the next big thing. I can't wait for that event. I'm not going to Evo Japan, but uh, I will be doing some stuff for Evo Japan here in the States. So uh, keep an eye out for that. And uh, hopefully I'll see you guys next time. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Please like and subscribe here on YouTube uh, and leave some comments as well. Engagement always helps uh, with uh, the algorithm. So uh, ask me whatever questions you want and I'll try to answer them and stuff. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in. And of course you all should tune in. You guys should absolutely tune in every single week because the day that this podcast graces your ear is the most important day of your life. I mean, for you, it's the most important day. But for me... It was Tuesday, 